Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! Time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Tiger Club, inside the Robin Center on the Fort Hayes State Campus. It's brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion. All right here. Adams Brown. Strategic allies and CPAs going above and beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. Since 1970, you've never had it so good. And Eagle, our community connected. Tiger Talk with the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And a good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Tiger Talk. Again, we're live at the Robbins Center on the Fort A. State campus, part of Tiger Club. And if you'd like to join in the fun, you can join Tiger Club, be a member. Your membership due benefits Fort A. State Athletic Scholarships. You can join us here on um, Wednesdays for the program. You can contact the Fort A. State Athletic Office for more details there. We've got another good show lined up for you. We're going to Talk to Jerry Clary, head men's soccer coach first. They have a match later today against Midwestern State. We'll have a preview of that. We'll also talk some cross-country with Jason McCullough, some volleyball with Jessica Wood-Atkins. They're coming off a good weekend at the Tiger Classic, going 4-0. and And, of course, we'll talk football uh, toward the end of the program with head football coach Chris Brown. Before we get in with Jerry and get you updated on men's soccer, they'll give you a women's soccer update real quick. They went 1-0-1 this weekend. Beat the University of Sioux Falls on Friday 2-0 and then played to a scoreless draw with number 15 Augustana on uh, Sunday. Alex Hutton scored in the 80th minute and then Allison Worley in the 84th minute in that match Friday with Sioux Falls. Uh, their first goals of the year, Isabel Robin had three saves in goal. And then uh, the Tigers actually outshot Augustana. 11-5 in Sunday's contest. Uh, three more saves for Robin. In fact, she was named the MIAA Goalkeeper of the Week this week from the conference. The former He's High standout has allowed only one goal in the Tigers' four matches so far this season. Uh, Tiger women, they're at home again. Of course, had that stretch of games to start the year at home. They'll do that again this weekend. They'll play a couple of MIAA foes, but they will not count as conference matches. They'll host Nebraska Kearney this Friday night at 7, and then on Sunday at 2, uh, the Emporia State Hornets come to town. Again, both of these will be non-conference matches. So a couple of home contests again for the four-day state soccer team who had another good week going 1-0-1 on the year. Tiger men, they had a tough go of it, 0-2 last week in Kansas City. And we're joined now by the head coach of the Tigers, uh, Jerry Cleary, 0-2. Yeah, you faced a really good team in Maryville last Wednesday, lost it 3-1, to and then 
Uh, two to one in Rockhurst and a, just a tough one uh, on Sunday. Just I guess your overall thoughts of how you guys played in your two matches in the Kansas City area last week. Yeah, I think I have concussion from hitting my head against the wall so much. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take a few days off. Um, no, we've just struggled. We've been we've been good, but then we just have these moments where we flip the game. And it's just, I don't know what it is. We're trying to fix it. But you fell behind in that match against Maryville. They scored, I think, what, 11 minutes in. And just playing from behind, that obviously makes it a little bit more challenging when you're playing from behind a lot. And especially against a good team. Yeah. Like, they're always in the Elite Eight. So when you go behind early... And it's because someone missed the mark. We're just making little mistakes that's hurting the team. Well, and you got a lot of new faces. I'm sure that has something to do with it, just everybody trying to, to get on the same page and get that consistency and that uh, gel as a team together a little bit. Yeah, and it's going to take a few games. I said it two or three weeks ago before we started. It's going to take a while. So we have till next week. Conference starts. Yeah, it's going to be here before we know it. Uh, aren't got the goal for you after you fell behind three nothing in the the match on on Thursday, and then Rockhurst on Sunday. You lose that one uh, two to one. Uh, fell behind, even though you possessed the ball a lot of the first half. Uh, just didn't get a lot of results of getting any goals. Yeah, as I said, we're just really bad in the final third, and we just turn it over, and it puts us under pressure because our shape has changed because we have the ball. People just doing what they shouldn't be doing. You were um, aggressive to start that second. I think you got the three shots in the first five minutes, and obviously you get one of those to find the back of the net probably changes changes everything. But you came out aggressive. It just couldn't couldn't didn't work for you. Couldn't, couldn't get couldn't get those goals. Yeah, we need to play. if we could hit the big net behind the net. <laughs> we need to add a point for that because we hit that enough. <laughs> <laughs> um. Rockers scores in the uh, in the match to go up two nothing, and then uh, you get uh, a goal late. They get that one in the 85th minute, and you score late, and yet you just a little bit too little, too late in that contest for you guys to come back and win that one. Yeah, because the second goal, we had the ball in our hand, the throw in, and then we throw it back to them, and then they go down and score. It's just, you know, it's just been the same problem each game. But as I said, we'll fix it. You outshot them 17-8, to eight, and that really hasn't been a problem this year. I mean, a lot of your matches, you're right there or, or maybe out shooting your opponent. Um, obviously, something you guys got to work on, as we said, find a way to find the back of the net in some of those. Yeah, we're going to kick it between the white posts. <laughs> Physical match, three cards, 21 fouls in, in that one on, on Sunday with Rockhurst. Yeah, it was hot, and we used a lot of subs. I think I subbed everybody. Um Everybody hanging in there. I mean, I mean, obviously, you want to win more. It's been a bit of a challenge here early on with all these new guys, but you're still happy with the way they're 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 listening and learning and trying to to get this all figured out. Yeah, we just we would hope that somebody steps up to be the man, and we don't have that right now. Nobody wants to be the man, so it's normally you would have three or four, or mm -hmm. five that want to be the man, but. We don't have anyone right now. Well, hopefully can figure that out. As you said, uh, getting close to conference play. Uh, you're back at it here tonight, uh, later this evening, 5 o'clock, a little bit earlier start than normal out at the Tiger Soccer Stadium. Number six, Midwestern State, another good foe, another ranked opponent. Give us a scouting report. What can we expect to see from Midwestern State? I know they're usually pretty good. Yeah, they're relentless. They're going to wear us out. Um, yeah, they're going to be good, and they're fit, and they use a lot of players, and They'll be just at us the whole time. They have scored 11 goals in their four matches this year. I know they had a, a, a one of those, uh, I think, a 5-0 win uh, this past weekend. But obviously, offensively, they're pretty good. Your defense is going to get tested. 
Yeah, we'll be tested. We'll be yeah, we'll see what we're but we were last week too, mm-hmm. Maryville. They're very similar to Maryville. So what's what's the key to trying to contain them and to give you guys a chance? Score more than they do. <laughs> I think every coach has said if we score more points or more goals, we got a good chance uh, to win. And you've scored in every match, just obviously not to the to the level of consistency you'd like. Yeah, we're conceding way too many. But as I said, it's our it's our fault. We're we just need to tidy up what we do. And uh, as we said, last non-conference match and uh, makes that important. Obviously, you want to win. It's a ranked opponent. But uh, just to try to hopefully get a good feel, find a way to play well, and then carry that over into conference because really that's when, I mean, there's always – they all count. But, man, you want to obviously do well in conference. There's going to be a lot of weight in all of those matches. So your final chance to get a tune-up and try to be playing your best going into that next week. Yeah, because next week the, you put points on the board, right? We set a goal for – being three and two at the end of our five and all conference games, we're one and three, so we, we're not going to meet that goal. But then we'll have to figure out our conference goal would be to win nine or ten games. All right. Well, I know you got to go. You've been busy <laughs> trying to line up officials for today. It's been a it's been a scramble, but you said all is good. Yes. Just right before you went on, you got yeah. it all taken care of. Yeah. So, everybody, it's a go. Five o'clock tonight, uh, the Tiger men will be at home as they take on number six Midwestern State. Hope to see you out at the Tiger Soccer Stadium. Jerry, appreciate you joining us on match day. Good luck this evening. Hopefully it's uh, good results for the Tigers, and uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. All right, thank you. There you go. Jerry Cleary, he is the men's soccer coach for the four-day state Tigers. Again, 5 o'clock for four-day state and number six Midwestern State out at the FHSU Soccer Stadium. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some cross-country. Jason McCullough joins us after the break. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. When harvest starts, you need equipment and a dealership you can count on. BTI John Deere is your harvest headquarters with a full line of John Deere equipment, parts inventory, and highly trained service technicians to keep you up and running. They're here for all of your harvest needs. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here in Kansas, we know how to work together to make things better. And here at HazeMed, we share a mission of better health for everyone. When we come together for health screenings, community events, multidisciplinary care, and more, we are always re-envisioning what rural health can do for you. With care that's local, collaborative, and specialized, we're giving you every reason to choose HazeMed. Now that everybody is back into the full swing of school, sports, and everything in between, our schedules are as busy as ever. Take some time and breathe and let the taco shop do the cooking tonight. The veggie burritos on special $3.89, beef quesadilla $4.29, and the chicken soft taco is $2.09. The Taco Shop, 333 West 8th Street. Download the app and order from there and have it Come delivered. On down to the taco shop.
Play clock is at four. Dawson slaps the hands, takes the shotgun snap. He's going to front a fade route in the corner. Caught by Smith. Touchdown, Ford Hayes State. The first catch of the year for Bryson Smith is a touchdown. And the Tigers lead it six to nothing with 9.22 to go in the first. What a throw, what a catch. Some of the action from uh, Thursday last week, four-day state football with Pittsburgh State. We'll talk with head coach Chris Brown a little bit later on in the program. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by Golden Belt Bank. Your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank wants to get to know that story. Golden Belt Bank, Hayes and Ellis. Visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. And the Kansas Department of Transportation and the Drive to Zero Coalition invite you to join Tigers with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. We're joined now by cross-country coach Jason McCullough, who corrected me, and we said earlier, if you score more points, you're going to win, except for cross country, where you score the fewer points, and golf, I guess, the same thing for, for, for uh, your score, but fewer points is a good thing, and you had fewer points, and your, your Tiger uh, opened this past, uh, I guess, what, Friday, so, so yes, less points is good for cross country. Yeah, that was the goal, to score less points, and, uh, and we did. We accomplished what we wanted to at the meet. Uh, we did well. Our athletes ran uh, on that course for the first time, and uh, they, they ran well and, uh, and looked pretty good. I was going to ask you about that. We talked about it really the last couple of programs about the new Rolling Ridge course, uh, and uh, how did it go? You had your first, I guess, kind of big meet, your collegiate meet. Everything uh, go well, and everybody uh, good reviews on the course so far? Yeah, I think so far everyone liked the course. You know, it's a little bit uh, hillier overall than the previous course, but uh, uh, some good views there. You can actually, I was talking to someone that you could see from the parking lot if you wanted to sit in your car and you could see half the race. So it was, uh, it was a good course. It was uh, kind of tougher uh, than that w- they were used to in Hayes. Uh, but yeah, good reviews overall. That was, uh, people think of, of Hayes, Western Kansas. It's flat and your course is going to be flat. And uh, imagine that when, when uh, out of town teams get here, it's a bit of a shock to, to see that and run that hilly of a course. I'm sure mentally they're not expecting that. Yeah, everything looks flat from the interstate, but when you get inside <laughs> some different places, uh, you get some good hills. And that's kind of what you want in a cross country course. You know, it's one thing to run on a flat course. It's like a track, basically. And uh, this course is a, is a little more hilly, a few, maybe a few more turns. And so it's a true cross-country course. Well, both the men and women win uh, the team titles. J.C. Vath won the women's race. Uh, Ethan Fisher took the men's race. I think he was 11 seconds faster than the week before in Hutch. Just uh, your overall thoughts on, on, on your team and how they performed. Obviously, those two did really, really well. Yeah, we, uh, the goal going in was to use it as kind of a workout to where we started a little bit slower and uh, picked up our pace as we went. And um, they, they did a pretty good job of that. And a lot of times athletes will go out too hard, and ours do that sometimes too. And so when we went out a little bit slower, a few of them actually ran faster uh, because they had more on the end. So uh, in a small meet, it's easier to do that because you're focused more on yourself. But we had a good pack there for about two to two and a half miles, and then they really started picking it up. And like you said, Ethan won it with even a faster time than he ran last week on a much harder course. Can you compare times in cross country? Because every course is going to be different, and I would think that would play into obviously the weather and all of that. But the different courses going to you know some maybe faster than some maybe than others just because of the the terrain and how you're doing. Can you compare your your times like you maybe can do in just regular track and field? Not not too much. You know, a lot of people like to run fast, so they like to have a fast course, but. You really can't tell because of the weather, because of the course, because of the competition. It, you, you never know because some courses are a little bit long, some are a little bit short. You, you just don't know if it's legitimate. So. 
Everybody healthy by and large for your squad so far up to this point? Uh, for the for the most part, you know, we set out actually our top two athletes. Uh, Grant Bradley set out not because he's injured, but because he's injury prone. <laughs> and so we set him out um, so that he would be healthy for our, our next big meets. Um, but right now on the men's side, knock on wood, everyone's uh, doing pretty well. Uh, on the women's side, uh, Reagan Hudson, our top runner, is kind of nursing a little foot uh, problem. So we set her out the last meet, which allowed uh, J.C. Vath to get the course record and, and, to, <laughs> and to win the race. And so um, we're just kind of being precautionary there. Uh, hopefully she'll be back for the next meet. But the goal is to have her back for conference no matter what. So we, we just want to take our time with her. Well, everybody has a course record at least for one week or for one year until you have the, the meet next year. How you handle this week? Off this weekend, we'll talk about the Cowboy Jamboree, uh, but uh, you're not competing this weekend. How does that change your workouts? How do you go about this week and then next week leading into that big big meet? So typically in cross country uh, or in track for distance runners, you have about three hard efforts a week. And so if you have a race on one of those, you only have one hard workout in a long run. And uh, what we're doing this week, we had a good workout yesterday. We'll have a hard workout tomorrow and then a long run this weekend. So we just have one extra workout because of that. Do you train on your course, or do you just do your normal road work and uh, how you always have? Uh, mostly road work. Uh, we, we do a little bit on there, uh, but we typically train early in the morning when it's still a little bit dark. So we have a good loop around the track that we use that's safe and it's flat. We know there's no holes in it, so it's it's pretty good place for the train in the mornings. And we'll talk more about it next week, but maybe a bit of a preview going to Stillwater, uh, Oklahoma State hosting the Cowboy Jamboree a week from this Saturday. I would imagine it's a big meet and a big challenge and a great opportunity. Yeah, right now both our teams are undefeated, but I guarantee you next week we won't be. <laughs> so we're facing uh, uh, Oklahoma State's ranked third, I think, in Division One, in both the men and the women. They may run, not even run their varsity, but they'll probably still win. Uh, so there's there's a lot of uh, good teams there, some good Division One teams. Uh, there'll be teams from every level there, but hopefully we can just have a good showing there and beat some of the teams that are Division Two and the ones we know. All right, sounds good. Anything we didn't touch on, you need to you need to need to share with everybody. We're still looking for a lead runner for our next race, Gerard. So okay. if you're interested, well, I'll I'll ask around. I'll see okay. if I can find somebody for you. Jason, appreciate it. Less points is good. That's what we'll keep in mind and appreciate the, uh, the, the visit. And uh, we'll talk to you next week and preview that big uh, meet down in Oklahoma. All right. Thank you, Gerard. There you go. It's Jason McCullough, the head cross-country coach at Fort Hayes State University. Again, we'll remind you, you can participate. Go online, fhsuathletics.com. Click on fans. You can submit a question uh, on Ask the Coach. If we use your question, you'll have a chance to win a T-shirt. I think Nancy Stramel was our T-shirt winner from a week ago. And, of course, everybody here at Tiger Club, submit your questions, and we'll ask them to the coach. Coach. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some volleyball. Good start for the Tigers at home. Jessica Wood Atkins joins us next as we continue on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. Brungard Howard CPAs in Hazen Garden City has developed a deep trust with our clients over the years, and we are very appreciative of their continued patronage. Sometimes clients just need someone they can trust, someone they are always comfortable contacting for good advice on tax, accounting, business issues. If you haven't found your trusted advisor yet, it's time to meet Brungard Hauer. Brungard Hauer CPAs. We can help. We do that. Hello, this is Dr. Christine Fisher letting you know our new Express Clinic on the corner of 13th and Main is now open. At First Care Clinic Express Care, we understand your time is valuable. We are open late on weekdays and all day Saturday for your convenience. Book online and skip the line at firstcareclinic.com. No more waiting rooms, just you 
your health, and our dedicated professionals at the corner of 13th and Main. Put your health first at First Care Clinic Express Care. This is Colby Shippers with Gibbs Auto Supply and Hayes. I'm sure you know that if you need an alternator, battery, transmission, or even a new engine, we are your go-to place. Did you know we also have any kind of tool and equipment that you would need? We have portacool fans, toolboxes, air compressors, service jacks, engine hoists, welding supplies, power washers, car cleaning, detail supplies, shop brooms, shop vacs, grease guns, socket sets, power drills, drill bits, and even nuts and bolts. So basically, anything you need. Keeping you on the road since, well, forever. That's Gibbs Auto Supply and Hayes. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Now the tight end, Steele Roaring, comes in motion. Dotson the throw. He's going to go deep downfield, and the ball is going to be intercepted. It is picked off by Kobe Rome. He was able to get in front of Colby Katsis, who had a little bit of an edge. But Rome, with great recovery speed, picks it off. And Ford A-State with their sixth takeaway of the year. Kobe Rome with the interception, the first of his career, and the Tigers have it at the, their own 19-yard line. Yeah, more of the action from Thursday. We'll talk fo- football here shortly with head coach Chris Brown. Reminder, the Tiger Talk is brought to you by the Taco Shop. Whether you order by phone, use their handy app, dine-in, carry-out, delivery, You've never had it so good. The Taco Shop, a Hayes tradition since 1970. Talking some volleyball now. Head coach Jessica Wood Atkins joins us. Tigers start 5-0 at home last Wednesday. It took them five. They got by Kansas Wesleyan and then went 4-0 at their own Tiger Classic. Wins over New Mexico Highlands, Southern Nazarene, Minnesota State, and Cameron. Congratulations. Um, You had to work for it, as you would expect, but... Obviously, you won five at home to start the year. That's a nice start. You've got to be happy with everybody. Yeah, I'm pretty pleased with that. I mean, I wasn't very pleased with our match on Wednesday. <laughs> Sorry to all the fans. That was the ugliest game of volleyball we've had in a long time. Um, but, you know, I think that that was the, just the jitters um, of being at home. One of the girls called it an out-of-body experience. She said, my brain knew what to do. My body would not follow. And I said, yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, they came on strong. We've been working really hard about not getting caught up in the competition and being more focused on what we do every day. We play clean volleyball, you follow directions and you make adjustments. And I think they did a really nice job with that. Well, they found a way to win and you don't always play your best and you got behind, uh, and, um, you know, it could have gone south pretty quick, but give your team credit. In fact, we had a, one of the audience members' questions. In your, your view, what changed after that second set against the Coyotes that allowed you to come back and take that thing in five? Well, I think they recognized that they were just going through the motions, you know, and, and I, it's not often that I get angry at them, and I got mad. I got real mad. Um, and that, you know, 
um, I think sparked a little something, but we had some spark coming in off the bench as well. Some of our bench players we put in and they, and they brought a spark with them, a little bit of fire. And I think it reminded our starters that, you know, they can play better. Uh, but they started actually making the adjustments that we had been telling them to make. Uh, it just took them a minute to figure it out. Well, the good news is they got the win and that's yes. the, the bottom line. And then you hosted your own tiger classic. It was good to be at home for one of these and you go four and oh, beat Highlands three to one. And then Southern Nazarene three to nothing on, on Friday, uh, some tight matches, the, the Highlands, um, you build a couple of several times, you'd build a lead. They would come back and then finally able to get some separation there in that first set to, to get the three point win. Um, just, just talk about, uh, the, those two matches on Friday, obviously a good start to, to, to win those two to get you going. Yeah. Highlands is a good team. They're very athletic. They're also very error prone, um, new team, new coach. And so we kind of knew going in that, that they would be a little streaky, um, we also took the opportunity to try to um, get some of our, our first bench kids in involved in that game. And, you know, they need that experience. And, and But at the same time, we sacrificed a little bit when we did that. Um, but that's okay. Uh, we knew we had the strength to win and we needed the experience. You never know when something's going to happen and you're going to need them. Um, uh, Southern Nazarene was actually a really big win for us. Yeah. I didn't tell the team this, but they beat Central Oklahoma earlier in the week in five, <laughs> and we went out and beat them in three. Um, but we just took care of business, yeah. you know, and we took advantage of that lovely heat in Gross <laughs> Memorial Coliseum was actually quite an advantage to us. We knew it. We scheduled them later in the day thinking they might just hang around, and sure enough, they did. They sat in the heat. And they watched, and we were like, good. You know, <laughs> we sent our girls to go get food and get in the AC, and we came out fresh, and they looked pretty flat. Yep. And so Tight first set, but then really played well in those final two to get the sweep. Yeah, absolutely. And I think some of that comes to, you know, we've got – um, some younger players who are still figuring some things out and they're catching on quick. Um, I think Ashlyn Reeves, our freshman middle, had a really good match that game and she, um, she's just getting more comfortable and more confident and our setter's getting comfortable and confident in her. Um, and that makes a difference. Yeah. You know, the more you can involve your middles, your big girls, the better. I know you made a switch at setter and your first one out in Colorado. How, how did that go and how'd you handle that position this weekend? Uh, well, Kaya Stuckey ran, ran the show all weekend. Um, and when you have consistency, it just, it goes better for everybody, but she actually made some incredible plays herself. You know, she's six foot two, um, (laughs) and she can jump. And so a lot of people look at her and think she's the hitter, um, but she's actually our quarterback. Um, and so she did an amazing job. She made some very athletic plays and because she's so big, when she jumps on the net, everybody thinks she's going to hit. <laughs> so the blockers jump with her. So say that probably it's you know, just something that's kind of unusual. Have it someone is, that big. It is. It's very unusual and it pulls the block. And so if she's going to set somebody and the blocks go up with her, they're on their way down when she gives it to our hitters. Um, and so there have been several times like our middles just buried it because the block went up with her and not with them. Saturday beat Minnesota State uh, three to one, and then three to one over Cameron. Um, uh, you lose that first one to, to Minnesota State pretty badly, and then turn things around and play really well the next three against a Northern Sun opponent. We know how challenging, regardless of where they are in their standings. That's a great volleyball conference, but a nice, nice turnaround after a slow start on Saturday. Thank you. Yeah, I mean we scouted uh, Minnesota State pretty hard, and then they changed everything. Mm. Um, so our scouting report was 
uh, not helpful that first game. Um, but we were able to adjust on the fly. We were scouting at the same time in that first set and figuring out what they were trying to do, and we made the adjustment and took it home. Um, but, yeah, they, they mixed it up for us as opposed to what they did against everybody else. They, they changed their lineup. And so we figured it out and made the necessary adjustments and got after it. And then in Cameron, um, yeah, I, we just <laughs> ran out of gas, man. We were tired. Um, but, uh, again, we, we used that opportunity to try to get some seasoning um, for our bench players. And uh, they did a good job. I think Taylor Hawkins came in and just did a tremendous job. Um, we had her going in for Riley Tinder because, you know, our girls jump probably about every 10 seconds. Um, and it's sprint jump, sprint jump, hold, you know, a defensive position. And um, you don't realize how taxing that is on, on a body until you do it for two days straight. You know, jump, 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 mm-hmm. jump, 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 jump. And so Riley, she was just pretty tired. And Taylor Hawkins is a good player, but it's just hard to beat the Riley tender. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she came in and did a nice job. Um, but we got we got some some reps for our bench kids in that game, but we had to put our starters back in to finish it. Well, you mentioned, you mentioned this against Wesleyan and you mentioned it again uh, against Minnesota state having to adjust on the fly. Mm -hmm. And it's gotta be a good sign for your team to, to make those in match adjustments and figure it out. Cause obviously you get in the conference, but you're going to be doing that. And, and, you know, maybe in in years past, you haven't had teams that maybe did that as well. That's gotta be a good sign early on for this group. It is a good sign. That has actually been our struggle the last few years is like, you know, you, you can give them direction and tell them we need to adjust and it would take them four or five points to figure it out. Well, it's too late, (laughs) you know, by then. And so, um, we have implemented that into our practices. Like if you don't listen the first time, if I give you directions on how many reps and how many go and you ask what you're running, you know, you're not paying attention and we can't afford to have that in a game. And so they have been very, very locked in, um, and doing a good job on that front. Four named to the all-tournament team, Riley Tinder, you mentioned her, MVP, Emily Ellos, Gracie Reigns, and Kaya Stuckey, uh, named to the all-tournament. Obviously, you had a lot of players play well, but those four stand out. Yeah, and actually, uh, we had two others also get votes, and Claire Olson and Ashlyn Reeves. So all of our starters got votes, um, but those were the ones who definitely stood out. You know, Riley and Emily are our seniors. Emily Ellis is our COVID senior. She's a super <laughs> senior, and it shows. Um, but Gracie Rains, it was her birthday this weekend oh, and she played like the birthday girl. <laughs> she, she did great. Um, and then Coyote, you know, we obviously talked about, she's doing a phenomenal job. You mentioned Emily, MIAA defensive player of the week, had a double, double against Minnesota state. So congratulations to her. Obviously a, a great honor. All right. Hard to believe, but Hey, it's conference time. It's conference. <laughs> it went by quick. You're on the road. Two biggies at Emporia State Friday. That'll be at six. And then Washburn Saturday at two o'clock. Both are off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Hornets are six and two. Ichabod six and one. We know about them. They're always contending. Um, just maybe a quick scouting report on what to expect this weekend against those two good opponents. Emporia is going to be better. They got a new coach and an influx of new players. Um, they're very athletic, but we've watched three matches against them already, and they haven't had the same starting lineup mm. in either one of them. So, you know, figuring that out against Minnesota State, I think, is going to come in useful mm-hmm. against them. Um, they've got one outside who's just tearing everybody up. If we can contain her, we'll be fine. Um, Washburn is Washburn. <laughs> they play the same, you know, every year. 
but their their setter is younger, so we do not expect them to distribute the ball like they normally do. You know, they move it around a lot, and that can be hard for our blockers and our defenders to set up. And so they're a little bit more predictable, but they just hit everything really hard <laughs> on every touch. And so, you know, we've got to have a little bit of finesse in our defense and a very strong block. All right, sounds good. Well, best of luck. Be great to get both of these and get conference play off to a good start. Again, 6 o'clock at Emporia State on Friday, 2 o'clock against Washburn. Saturday, both will be on the MIAA network. Go to the Fort A. State Athletics website and get the links for those. Jessica, as always, appreciate the time. Great job this weekend, and best of luck on the road to start conference play. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. There you go, Jessica Wood-Atkins of the Fort A. State volleyball team off to a six and three start we're going to take a break when we come back we'll talk some football with head coach chris brown we'll do that next a reminder tiger talk brought to you by bti your john deere dealer locations in buckland great ben greensburg hoxie nest city and pratt bti our family in partnership with your family back after this on the tiger sports network built by pwc BTI John Deere has what you need for farm projects big and small. Boost your productivity with the John Deere Skid Steer. Whether you're acquiring your first machine or adding to a fleet, there's a Skid Steer that's all in for you. Make a stop at your local BTI to learn more or visit btiequip.com. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here in Kansas, we know how to work together to make things better. And here at HazeMed, we share a mission of better health for everyone. When we come together for health screenings, community events, multidisciplinary care, and more, we are always re-envisioning what rural health can do for you. With care that's local, collaborative, and specialized, we're giving you every reason to choose HazeMed. Now that everybody is back into the full swing of school, sports, and everything in between, our schedules are as busy as ever. Take some time and breathe and let the taco shop do the cooking tonight. The veggie burrito is on special $3.89, beef quesadilla $4.29, and the chicken soft taco is $2.09. The taco shop, 333 West 8th Street. Download the app and order from there and have it Come delivered. On down to the taco shop. Two receivers right, one left, back to pass. Dawson has time. Now the quarterback throws it late. He's got his man, Cormany. The tight end of the 50. Busts out of the tackle, 40. And down to the Gorilla, 37-yard line. 37 yards on the completion. It's a first and 10 for the Tigers. Tiger Talk brought to you today by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas. You can learn more at HayesMed.com backslash orthopedics. Joined now by Fort A. State head football coach Chris Brown. Great first half on Thursday night. Led number three Pittsburgh State by one. Obviously, it wasn't as good 
in the, uh, the the second half, I guess just your your thoughts on uh, the proceedings last Thursday in the home opener against the Gorillas. Yeah, I thought our kids played really well um, in the first half, of course. Um, they all made some great plays defensively. We played really, really well. And then the second half, I just think we got a little bit tired. You know, Pitt was able to rotate guys in and out, and their rotations in and out are upperclassmen where ours are, you know, redshirt freshmen and just aren't quite ready for that competition yet. But they got in there and did a good job. You know, I felt like we battled through the entire game. Um, I think we had a little bit of doubt when they went up 20-14, to 14, but I think our kids still kept battling uh, through the entire game, and we just needed to make more plays. You know, they made more plays than we did in that second half, and, you know, that's why they won the game, and that's why they're, you know, defending conference champs. I thought that long scoring drive in the second quarter was maybe the turning point. 17 plays, ate up almost nine, over nine minutes. And, and even though you came back, you took the lead back, it just felt like that wore the defense out and they are just trying to play catch up all day long. And then obviously the second half when the offense struggled to, to, to stay on the field, they just, just felt like they just they wore out in this one. They're out there a lot. Yeah, we did. And, uh, you know, it's just not getting off the field. You know, there's many third downs that we could have got off the field on. They went on went for on fourth down many times. Um, I think only punted once, and that's kind of that little fake punt, mm-hmm. reverse punt that they did. But, uh, you know, we just we worn out. But we just have to get ourselves off the field um, make some of those stops and, uh, you know, increase more turnovers. And we gave up a few too many big plays, you know, defensively as well and just, you know, that allowed them to score points and, and, and take the lead. You talked a lot about they gave you a lot of different looks defensively, especially up front. Felt like in the second half, maybe more five-man front and, and really hard to, to, to run the ball against them. I mean, looking back, anything you could have done to maybe enhance that run game a little bit against that, the, the fronts they gave you? It's just hard, you know, with all the things that they do up front with, you know, five-man front, two linebackers, five-man front, one linebacker, and there are different coverages behind it with cover one, cover three. I mean, it's just hard to see, especially when you have an offensive line that, you know, is very young across the board anyway. Um, I thought they did extremely well. And uh, it's just a few little blocks here and there and the back seeing the hole properly and, and, and hitting it. But, you know, maybe getting a quarterback rant, you know, involved a little bit more, but they were kind of taking that away too with the way they were playing. But, you know, with the twist up front and the, the single blitzes and just bringing guys from different areas, that's hard on, all, on a young offensive line to really pick up that, you know, scheme in a one week's time. How do you feel the offensive line is coming along? I mean, there's some guys who, by necessity, got some experience last year as freshmen. Now they're they're back. For some, it's the first go around. How do you feel that group continues to, to grow as the season moves along? Each week they're getting better. I mean, just the the understanding of the game, um, the steps, and the cohesiveness that it takes to, to be an offensive line and, you know, coming off on blocks and those things. But, you know, getting Kerr back helped us as well. You know, Josh Shaw is really, really good as well. And, you know, that guard position, we got a couple of new guys playing the right guard position as well. That, that they're, they're, they're learning. And then, you know, Danovic now playing right mm-hmm. right tackle. And, you know, Phil Paris, this is really his first time playing this season or this year or since he's been here. So uh, it'll come. It just takes time, and, uh, you know, they'll get there. And, you know, we do have, you know, some guys back in behind him that, that can fill in and help us out as well. But, you know, it's just a hard position to play. I would not want to play it. <laughs> Definitely would not want to play that position. Jack Dawson, quarterback, 15 for 32, 165 through his first pick, had two touchdown uh, passes. His completion percentage was down from what it was in week one. Just uh, how did he go in his second time out? How did he evaluate and grade out? I thought he did okay. I mean, he's still – I think I got a little happy feet, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the pocket a little bit and, and scrambled when he shouldn't have. Um, I'm throwing back across the field. You never should do that as a quarterback, and that's where his pick <laughs> came in. But, you know, I thought he did some good things. I thought he made some nice throws as well. I mean, it's just – it was different competition. I mean, you're playing – you know, week one was, you know, probably not the best team in our conference, but then 
week two was the best team in our conference and uh just that competition i just think he got a little anxious in the pocket and, and got out too much and you know, just didn't let things develop quite fast enough for him. You know, it was interesting. Uh, you were asked Monday at your weekly press conference about you know, good first half and, and, and then struggled in the second, and, and you go back to when Fort A. State was climbing that ladder before you won conference championships. seems like we had those same conversations because you were young, and uh, it, it's a growing process of learning how to play for four quarters um, I guess hopefully for your guys, this is something they can learn off and, and build on and bring into this uh, Saturday because they're going to have to do that against Northwest. But it, it just kind of feels like these guys are still figuring a lot of that stuff out playing for the first time. It is. I mean, there's a lot of first-time guys, you know, playing for us across the board offensively, defensively, heck, even on special teams, you know. So uh, they'll get it. It just, it just takes – it's a learning curve. It's a learning process. It's understanding how to play four quarters and – you know, not giving up big plays defensively and then sustaining drives offensively as well. But, you know, those kids will get there. Um, it's just we're young. I mean, we're, we're very, very young across the board. I think two, three seniors is, is what we have, and there's not very many juniors as well. So it's a young football team that's inexperienced, but the more experience they have now is going to look – you know, it's going to help us, you know, tremendously here in the future. We heard the highlight earlier, the interception by Kobe Rome. You got another takeaway, and we talked last week about the importance of that. Um, uh, what now, plus – Seven in takeaways this year, or plus six in takeaways. Obviously, that's a that's a huge stat. Good to see you guys get that, and hopefully, something you can keep building off of. Yeah, but one's not enough, yeah. right? You know, we need to create you know at least two to three a game is is our goal. So hopefully, you know, this this week we can create a few more turnovers and and get the ball back to our offense, and they can go score some points off of it. But takeaways are always good, and but you know we're kind of tied there one to one because of because of our interception as well. But we just. We got to get more. We got to strip the ball a little bit better defensively and get some 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 fumbles and uh, you know recover those and maybe get us a pick six or, or recover <laughs> yeah. recover a fumble for six points as well. But we'll get there. We just need to keep attacking the ball and, and playing physical and playing aggressive. And I think we've been getting better at that each week. All right, Tigers back at home this Saturday for Saturday game. Saturday night at Lewis Field, the Northwest Missouri State Bearcats come to town. They're coming off a loss uh, last week at home to Emporia State. We'll get a preview talk about that we've got a question from the audience we'll get to as well as we continue here on tiger talk we're live at the robin center part of tiger club on the tiger sports network built by pwc Midwest Energy's Community Fund offers grants to a wide variety of charitable, educational, and nonprofit organizations in Midwest Energy's service area. Awards range from $100 to $1,000, or you can apply for an impact grant of up to $5,000. The fall application deadline is October 1st. Apply online in minutes using the one-page application at mwenergy.com under the Community tab. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. What's the difference between a business technology provider and a partner? Nextech knows the difference because we are the difference. Big or small, we equip your company with the tools to grow and innovate. We are customized communication with cloud phone. We are the complete managed IT solution. We are security that protects your business inside and out. We are Nextech. Let's talk business at next-tech.com. If you haven't heard, land is in demand. Hi, this is Mitch Keeley, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist in central and western Kansas. If you've ever considered selling your farm, ranch, or hunting land, now is the time to give us a call. I would love to talk with you about why landowners trust us to uniquely market and sell their land quickly for the best price possible. 
If you're interested in buying or selling land, give me a call 785-259-0492 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Hey, Tiger fans, Fort Hayes State University Homecoming is September 28th through the 30th. Registration is open for events like lunch with football coach Chris Brown, the Alumni Awards Banquet, and a tailgate buffet before our Tigers take on Lincoln. Register at fhsuhomecoming.com before September 20th. Again, that's fhsuhomecoming.com. Register today for these special homecoming events. We look forward to seeing you soon. Go Tigers! Dixon, the running back. They're going to play action. Dawson in the back of the end zone. Great catch! Touchdown! Fort Hayes State! Jaden Horace, who was well defended, holds it in. And the Tigers get the lead back with a minute 15 to play. Here in the second, it's 13 to 10. Yeah, second week in a row, Horace has made a nice catch in the end zone for the Tigers. Hey, Fort Hayes State football, inviting you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. Tigers back at home this Saturday. They take on the Bearcats of Northwest Missouri State. They lost 33-13 to at home to Emporia State this past Thursday. They threw six interceptions, so I think that skewed that final score. Um... Still a good Northwest Missouri State team coming in here on Saturday night. Very good Northwest team. Um, still great defensively. Um, they still have those big guys up front on the defensive line that are very active, um, very strong, very powerful that, you know, can stop the run. Um, they got to do a great job in the secondary of getting their hands on receivers and, uh, you know, mixing up the coverages a lot. They don't do a lot. Um, they just don't give you anything, and they just kind of smother you. So, uh, you know, we've got to try to do a few things offensively to try to find some holes in their defense, but that's hard to do. And, you know, we've got to try to establish the run game somehow, some way. And, uh, you know, I think with the guys that we have, we can do that. we just got to kind of get them off balance just a little bit, find a few quick little things that we can get them on and hopefully score some points. You know, it's not always run for 150 yards or run for whatever. It's running effectively just to, to loosen it up and, and not – become some one-dimensional. I mean, there are some games, 85 yards rushing may do the trick. In other games, it may take 150, but more consistent just to maybe make you guys a little bit less predictable. Yeah, and that's that's exactly right, and that's all we have to do this week. I mean, even on first down, you know, just getting, you know, three or four yards instead of getting one or two because now you become really predictable on second and third down or, you know, second and four, you know, getting you know getting that first down on second down So uh, with, with the rushing game. But – you know, that's something we got to get established is the run game, and hopefully we can do that. And if not, hopefully we've got a few little wrinkles outside that we can hit some, some short passes and get some yards as well. But then defensively, you know, we got to – it's a tough team to stop. I mean, they do so much offensively with formations and motions. And, yeah, they had a lot of picks, you know, last week. They threw a lot of picks last week. But, you know, the starting quarterback went down. And, you know, Emporia put quite a bit of pressure on the, on the quarterback and he just kind of threw them up. And uh, But they are a good football team. I mean, they still look like Northwest to me. Yeah, we'll see who starts. Mike Coency went down, didn't play after the second series. Uh, Chris Runke's listed as a starter this week on their two deep, and now he's had a week to practice, week to prepare. They can game plan for him. I would probably not expect him to throw four interceptions. You're probably going to get a pretty good performance from him. Yeah, it's always that second week they perform really well. You know, after they get thrown into the fire, then that next week they're really prepared and as the guy, and they always seem to do you know pretty well that that next game. So and he's a good football player. He, he can run and, and he can throw the ball. So I just don't know if he's quite 
ready last week, but I know this week he'll be ready. We did have a question from an audience member. Um, any trends that you're noticing so far in conference play this year, other than it's a wacky year it's, so far? It is crazy right now. I mean, Missouri Southern's gotten better. Central Missouri's gotten better. I mean, you just see some of these teams that are playing. Um, a lot of different changes in the conference with some coaches as well. So, you know, Carney's got a new coach. Mo West has a new coach. I mean, it's just – I think it's just up in the air right now. I mean, it's still so early in the game right now. Who knows who's going to end up winning the conference. I know Pitt is, is really, really good. Um, I know Emporia is really good. Um, Northwest, of course, is. And, you know, and Southern's really, truly improved quite a bit. So it's – who knows until you play and you see them on film because right now it's just, just, just kind of a toss-up and it's up in the air. But you better be ready to play each week, and uh, you got to bring your best each week. I know it's only week three, and there's a lot of football after Saturday night, but when you start looking at the schedule and you start looking at what's happening this year, this is a huge game, and it seems like you've had a lot of them with Northwest. Uh, the loser has got two conference losses, and then it's an uphill battle the rest of the way. The winner, you're still right there, and I know you want to put too much pressure on a, on a young team early, but this is a big one. It's big, and it's big for them as well, and they need to come in. You know, they're going to try to come in and win this ball game, and you know, we need, to go, we need to go win this ballgame as well. I know we're a young group, but, you know, we've practiced pretty well so far this week. We need to finish off these next two days um, with, some, with some really good practices and then go out there and play with some confidence and, and believe in ourselves and believe in our abilities, you know, and, and just, you know, play hard and play physical. And I think this group can do that and, and don't have any doubt, right? Have no doubt. Don't have any fear. Um, be confident. Play physical. And just go win this ball game. Physicality is a word you, you've used a lot. We've heard your players use it a lot. It's gotten better. I know it's not where you'd like it to be, but you've been happy with how this team has maybe played more physical this year than the last couple. It's improved. Um, still not anywhere near where I want it to be because I just maybe I'm just <laughs> there's something wrong with me. But I like a very very physical football team. So when the team plays you, they know they played you. And uh, you know, so we still got some things to work on that. But that comes with you know we're young, and it comes with strength and and, and confidence and. The stronger you are, the more confident you are in the plane, and it's just getting these young, these young kids stronger, and they'll be more physical. So we're getting closer, so uh, I'll just keep harping on it and, and see what happens this week. Great crowd, great student crowd last Thursday. Hopefully they're back here this Saturday night. Going to need everybody in full throat and making Lewis Field loud. It's a night game in Lewis Field. There could be some crazy special things happening. Hopefully that will be the case uh, this weekend against Northwest. I hope so. Uh, come back and watch <laughs> us. You know, uh, I think we've got a very special team right here. I think they can do some really great things. Um, we just need our fans to, you know, support us and believe in us and, and give us that energy that we need to hopefully win this ball game. All right, sounds good. Always fun. You've had some big matchups with Northwest Missouri State and uh, hopefully lives up to the billing and we get another one coming up here on Saturday night. Coach, as always, we appreciate your time. Um, have a good rest of the week in practice and looking forward to the Tigers and the Bearcats Saturday night. Thanks, George. Appreciate you. You bet. That's head coach Chris Brown of the Fort A. State Tigers. Again, Fort A. State, Northwest Missouri State, Saturday night, 7 o'clock kick at Lewis Field. You can hear it on Tiger Radio Mix 103. We'll be on the air with the Tiger Tailgate Show presented by Auto World Used Cars at 6 o'clock. That's going to wrap up Tiger Talk today. It's brought to you again by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, the Taco Shop, BTI, and the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. We certainly hope you enjoyed the program. We're back here next Wednesday at 1210. Tiger Talk from the Robbins Center, part of Tiger Club here on the Tiger Sports Network. For all of our coaches and our cameraman, Jordan Schaefer, this is Gerard Walbrock. So long, everyone. <laughs>